We have risen from the ashes to school the masses. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Scholars of Wrestling Show. This is episode 422. I'm your man behind the microphone, Scholar Jeff, who also just so happens to be your Scholars of Wrestling party champion. Joining us this week is the OG Undisputed Scholar himself. He is Scholar Tarek. Scholar Tarek, how is your evening going, sir? It is going quite well. The force is very strong with me tonight with the most, I guess, lackluster, I guess you can call it with this uh, backlash pay-per-view or premium live event, whatever they call it. Because it's be nothing it. more than a glorified house show. So, I mean, it's or, not going to really, mm. the, final, the final show before the uh, brand split at least this iteration of the brand split goes underway. So, okay, let's just like let's just have a special Puerto Rico event because why the hell not? Hey, not for nothing. I think Puerto Rico can be a pretty hot crowd for wrestling, as far as oh, if, if history is an indication. This anyway. is just, it's just more of the whole. This is just a glorified house show. It's not real not really affecting anything when you have the storyline storylines in this match just go on pause and then you just throw a random match on twitter that for the two weeks it had for build up do apps do only one promo and then never mention anything about the store the match again hmm. why not <laughs> hey i still i still believe there's going to be something to this show and speaking of something to this show we also have our current reigning Scholars of Wrestling world champion himself, also an undebuted scholar in his own right. He is Scholar Brian. Scholar Brian, how is everything on your end, sir? Yeah, pretty good. I'm a little bit more excited about this show than uh, Scholar Tarek may be, but not enough to put my title on the line. Because of course not. I'm I'm going full Smeagol slash Gollum. That's my precious. And it's not getting touched until in, until double or nothing. Deal with it. <laughs> and on that lo- note, last but not least, you know him. You love him. He's probably the most sensible person in the room in any given moment, which isn't saying much. He is Scholar Jeremy. Scholar Jeremy. How, thank you for joining us. Glad that you're here. And how's your evening going? Good. The coach is back in the channel again. And um, I, I'm i partially excited. This still is not the worst pay-per-view I've seen so far. That honor still goes to Battleground a couple of years ago or Stomping Ground or whatever that crap pay-per-view they put on. Oh, yeah. But, stomping um, Grounds. I forgot about that one. Eesh. Yeah, because I ended up in a title shot contender match for that. And I was like, wow, this pay-per-view is awful. Thanks. Why don't you give me a better one next time? Thanks, still, I'm I hate excited. it. That's yeah, all good, but no, they're in Puerto Rico, and it's the last pay per view before the brand split. So I'm excited to see what we're gonna what's gonna go on tonight. Oh yeah, I'm sure that there's gonna be a lot more than than we think that's gonna be more than capable of being of delivering on this occasion. Oh, but before we get to all that, yes, I just want to make it, I just want to make it clear. It's not that I think this is gonna be a bad show, because when it comes to putting on good wrestling shows. WWE do know how to do that. This is just going to be a match that just really has no real consequence to it. That's the only real criticism I have with it. 
I definitely see what you're going for, but at the same time, like to me, there's more to enjoyment of a wrestling show than just having like every single major show of continuity and leave it something like, and even then, like, I think there's going to be, well, I'm going to table my, my viewpoints until we get to the rest of the card. But before we get to that, we have a little other something we need to discuss before we move on in a little segment we like to call Backstage News. Honestly, I don't even have anything really to be creative with this one. So let's go ahead and peek behind that curtain and check in on a little Backstage News. 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 AEW, all in. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Good to be oh, yes. wrong, right, Brian? Oh. Oh yeah, we're gonna get to all of that. But as we're as alluded to on this May the fourth, when we're recording this, it was announced as of this is gonna be the last day of pre of pre-sale rather for the AEW All-In show at Wembley Stadium in London. And the last number that we got before the general on sale, just pre-show alone, fifty thousand tickets sold. For Wembley for all in. By all accounts, this is a staggering number. And I know a lot of us weren't were had high hopes, but you tell me. I, is, is, did you I expect will, this to happen? I will say this. Okay. As as you all know, I said it. It it was like it's a very ballsy move. It's a very ballsy move for your first show in the UK to be Wembley fucking stadium. Okay. Ballsy. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I said on the show, I didn't know how this was going to go. <laughs> and, and I am very, it's, it's very rare that I improved wrong, but you know, I've never been happier to be proven wrong in, in the, it, this is staggering. This is insane. Like what it, I, like what I, I love know, about this. Oh, you, you go ahead. Finish what you were gonna say. I knew that AEW was more popular in Europe than it was in the United States. I knew that. I didn't know it was that much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think a lot of us did. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. What I really respect about this is that no match has been announced yet. They're just right now going on AE, the name of AEW alone. And that's what I really like. With Brian said, it's very it is very popular. It is just shocking that it's this popular and I couldn't be I mean, any more happier. It's this is this is right now. Just right now before the even general sale, this is already a win with how many how many tickets they sold. And even more staggering, if you look at it, okay, the resale, the scalpers, okay, there are less than four hundred tickets on StubHub and other scalping uh, retailers online. There are less than four hundred for sale. Out of that fifty thousand, 
Where, whereas Clash of the Champions, okay, probably about a quarter of the tickets sold when Clash of the Castle went back on the StubHub and and all that. So I'm like, holy shit! Okay, <laughs> did you mean Clash of the Castle? Yeah, Clash of the right. Castle, Clash of the Champions. Okay, okay, because I'm just like, which one was Clash yeah, of the Champions? There was Champions? Clash somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, class class at the cat like scalping was big, okay. But but people on the internet who I trust have looked, and there's like less than four hundred. Mm-hmm. Before and, we and go then, any further into this, I gotta get Jaybird's reaction because as soon as we announced the number, I saw you on your camera just like fist pumping all the way. It's like immediate thoughts. Let us know. Um, because I was watching Dynamite last night, and last I checked, it was forty-five thousand. But it went from thirty-six to forty-five last night between a couple of hours, and then it went up to fifty today. Holy cow! Like, Wembley Stadium holds ninety thousand people, and they already broke the halfway mark. Like, it's like everyone's been saying it's there's no matches announced. It's the fact that AEW is coming to the UK for All In. That's incredible. Like, I am. Very happy because, like, I kind of this goes back to SummerSlam. What was it, '92 at Wembley Stadium? I think that was so, big. Yeah. It's not gonna, I'm not gonna. I don't. I can't match the cards because they haven't been announced. But I'm gonna say it's gonna be an amazing, amazing pay per view. Like, I as soon as he announced it, I was like, okay, all in. What are you doing with all in? And I'm like, at Wembley. I'm like, okay, Tony Khan, you got a tall order, and you've actually you've actually exceeded it. I am very proud of you, sir. So I'm hyped. Like, it's funny because our friend, we were looking to go to um. England next year, and I, I want to be like, hey, so you want to go in? You want to go in uh, August instead? Uh, you want to bump that up a bit? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you want to no, be a part it, of history? It, wink, wink. It, it's Shit, also the thing. It's also the thing. Like at the beginning, of the, at when I first said that uh, this is ballsy, it's going to be a tall order. It's like I would have taken fifty thousand and made it a win. Like all together, if they got fifty thousand, I would be like, okay, for AEW, that's four year company. They're already putting fifty thousand people in Wembley. That's that's pretty good. Good job, Tony Khan. But it, 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 with general admission and all that, if it if it came together as fifty thousand, I would have been like, okay, good work. All right, cool. We haven't even hit general admission yet, and they've got fifty. This is this exceeded every little bit of my expectations, and I love it. That being said, I would be remiss if I didn't ask this scholar's quick talk question. With tomorrow starting the general on sale, by the time here's my scholar's quick talk, what do you think is going to be the what number do you think they're going to hit by the by showtime? How many tickets are actually do you think are actually going to be sold? What do you think? I'm not going to go insane and say they're going to sell out the whole the whole building because if they do, good lord. Okay, but I think they can easily hit 70, 75,000. I'll okay. I'll put that as I'll, I'll I'll go conservative and go with that amount. I am going to go a little bit higher than you. I'm going to go like 80, 85. 
very close, but pro as close to a sellout as you can get without totally getting there. Tark Jay, which one? What if you had to put a number? If your best guess, what do you think? I go first, Tark, or would you like me to go? You can go first. You can go first. I'm I'm gonna go for the big one. I'm gonna say they're gonna sell it out. Ninety thousand. I'm gonna go for it. I think they can do it because you got people flying in from America. You got the UK. You got Ireland. You got Germany. You got all the different countries that will really pay to see AEW in London, and they will fly there. They will spend their money to see AEW live in their country. I'm gonna go for it. I really hope they do. Whether or not they pull it off, that's another question. Tarek, if you had to take a guess today, how many do you think you're gonna do? It's so funny because I'm trying. Like I heard Ryan and Jeff, you fool, your pricks. I'm just going. I'm gonna go eighty six, eighty six five hundred, just because price is right. One dollar. <laughs> One dollar. <laughs> I'm just thinking price is right. We're What's all the last bid? Seven eighty. Seven eighty one. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> um. One dollar, Bob. Fuck you. All right. Oh. In all seriousness, but in all guess. Honestly, I'm I'm probably gonna side with Jeremy. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna sell out. Ooh. I think I think because of how big a deal, not just like where it is, who it is, how young a company this is, and just how much people are really wanting to see a brand new wrestling product overseas that's or something that's not WWE with a roster that is well-known in really all around the world. Uh, uh, and I even see people coming uh, from Japan. The wrestling fans in Japan could come and do this. It, this is a very, this is a very big, very big deal. And I actually do think that with just what we're seeing I do believe that they can go they can go the distance. <laughs> and I just think, yeah, I think Tony Khan will basically get he'll sell out the crowd, he'll sell out the uh stadium and he will brag about it. <laughs> Cause from what we've just from what we now can see what he's capable of on social media, he how very vocal he is, he will be more than glad to just rub it in to all the people, at least to the people who are the most vocal about it, who are just saying this this kid is just out of his goddamn mind. He'll be he'll oh, be lucky if he's able. To... <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, I try I try my best to just be like the people who are part of the like the es uh, what's his name uh, that oh, he geez. from ESPN that he was I'm, very I'm not sure what his name is, but what a stupid statement. <laughs> Oh my god. Like those that's what I mean ah. by those kind of naysayers who are like like who do this professionally and who are just very vocal and just they're just finding a ways to just make Tony Khan look like a complete idiot with making it with doing a gamble like this and he'll just be like well it was a gamble well worth he's got it and he just got the pot and is just ready to go cash it in at the bank. 
Uh, yeah, this is such a good time to be a fan of AEW and in wrestling in general, regardless of what any of the naysayers may say. This is a very exciting time, and I, for one, cannot wait to see how things progress over the next 24, 48 hours and beyond. Brian, I wasn't including you in that because you were being, uh, like, I guess the best way, you were hoping for the best, uh, but you were just, you're thinking if he does it, it's a win. You're being you're you're hoping he would win. Pe- but the people who are not wanting him to succeed will basically eat what their words when he when he's cap- when he actually makes even bigger sales. Even if it's even if he doesn't sell out, he if it gets very close to it. Yeah, as as I said, really, I think this is already a win. But but it's all but it's also like yeah. I bet my whole thing was it it wasn't that there's no way he could sell out a, he could sell out oh, a no, stadium. I was just like, no. hey, I I was like, hey, okay, I respect the Bulls. I don't know yeah. if it's gonna work out, but I respect the Bulls. <laughs> he respect the he it's like you respect he has he has big balls and he's just more than willing to just continuing to dangle it all against his naysayers and be like, Yeah, you see these? <laughs> I cherish these. I cherish my balls. I know what I'm doing. You see these? You see these? You see what I just did? I'm going to do it again. <laughs> okay. Well, do it again? I'll it's like, do it one more time. I'll just continue to just <laughs> dangle my balls in all your faces, you naysayers. Okay. On that delightful note, as much <laughs> as we're enthusiastic to see what Tony Khan does with his big man-sized balls, we have another <laughs> premium live event or whatever to talk about, don't we? Yes, we please, do. please, let's talk about Segway. WWE's segue to Puerto Rico. Let's talk about and predict WWE backlash. Starting with the first <laughs> match I've got on this piece of paper in front of me, we've got for the Raw Women's Championship, we've got Bianca Belair defending against EO Sky. Tarek, you're at the top of the order. Who do you got for this one? I'm going to go with Bianca Belair having a successful retention. I would love, love to see Sky win this. Wait, they're both on SmackDown, so it really doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay, Raw SmackDown Women's Championship. You know they're going to swap them around. Like, whatever. That belt. at this point, I really do like agree with some of the people on the internet wrestling community and just wanting to say, just rename these titles into something else instead of just the SmackDown Women's Championship in the Raw. Do like the undis- the Women's World Heavyweight Championship or something. Just don't don't have them for a specific brand now because the title swap was such a huge fail and everyone's getting sick of it. I can't, this will be the third year in a row where they have a title switch. And it, the second year in a row, that's the same titles. So, ugh. All right. On that note, Brian, who are you going for between Bianca and EO? Yeah. It's like I, w- I would love for it to be EO Sky, but they're setting up a confrontation between Bianca and Charlotte. You know what they're doing here. So it's like. As much as I would love to see EO Sky, it's not in the cards. Bianca Belair wins. The only person who would have a chance in damage control is Bailey. Mm. 
I wish that weren't the case. I'm a big fan of EO Sky. If this was built up a little bit more, I'd say there's a chance. But yeah, this is Bianca's night. My point exactly. Like, give her a little bit something, not just like, okay, we need a women's match for for the Puerto Rico crowd. Let's go. But it's I still have hope for EO down the line, but for now it's all Bianca. Jaybird. Your final pick. Do we have an accord? Yes, we do. Actually, I'm. I would love to see you a sky win as well, but it's not in the cards. It's all going to be Bianca because she's not going to lose to Io Sky in Puerto Rico. It's just like Brian said. It's they're building up towards the Charlotte match, so it's going to be a great match. But she's going to come up short. Io Sky is going to come up short. Mm. I'm not going to lie. At at this point, I kind of want Charlotte to win. I'm done with Bianca's title reign. Yeah. Dark, dark, I don't need a, I don't need another Charlotte title reign. I don't need that crap. I don't need that negativity in my life. Thank you very much. Woo. That's all I got to say. I'm the I'm the I'm the Charlotte Mark of the Scholars of Wrestling. Uh, all that being said. Next. <laughs> next. Woo. But but yes. Now, before we came on and started recording this episode, there was some discussion about, okay, which match is going to close this show? Uh, The jury's still out on this one for the most part, but this is just what I've got. This is in no precise order. This is just what I have on my run sheet in front of me. That is Damian Priest versus Bad Bunny in a street fight. Brian, it's your pickup next. Who do you got? As I said, when we were talking about said rundown, uh, I do have this match main eventing, send the crowd home happy, and uh, there's no way anybody but Bad Bunny wins this match. Bad Bad Bunny wins this, because here's the deal. Okay. If Dominic Mysterio is not involved, I get, the whole thing that that Bad Bunny doesn't lose. I'm not even going to go into explanations over this. Bad Bunny wins. There's no way around it. Okay. It, it's Puerto Rico where Damian Priest might have grew up in Puerto Rico. Bad Bunny was born, bred, and he's Puerto Rico's favorite son at this point. Okay, at this point, if Bad Bunny doesn't win, Puerto Rican the Puerto Rican crowd is gonna riot. So, so send send the people home happy. Have the Puerto Rican boys main event the show, and have this and have the prod, prodigal son come out victorious, and and you can do something to uh, further the Dominic versus Ray feud down the line. Just have they'll get involved and all that. It's a street fight. Everybody everybody involved in this little feud is going to come down and have something to do with it. But Bad Bunny wins here, and then Dominic can start getting one over on his father so they could start building to their SummerSlam hair versus mask match. Yeah, this one is probably, in my eyes, the most predictable match on the card but it'll be very fun in my eyes to see 
how not only just how they get there, but how much fun the live crowd in Puerto Rico is going to have with this one. Like, there's something, spe- even though if I personally am not from a place, he- hearing a truly engaged hometown crowd with a really good match that they can really sink their teeth into, I love that atmosphere. I think we're going to get in spades in this one. And at the end of the day, Bad Bunny is definitely going to take it out on top. Jay? I think we're going to, towards something here. Yeah, you're right. We got an accord. I'm going to go with Bad Bunny again, even though I'm not a fan of his. And it's just everybody's made a good case that they're in Puerto Rico. You got the two Puerto Rican hometown boys facing off against each other. It's a good way to send them home home happy. And with you know, and it's not often if this does close the show, you actually get a, like a street fight as a main event. Not often that happens. Normally, it's like what's like steel cage. Or like something special like that. Ladder matches. You never see them like close shows. It's always just a regular title match. And Tarek. Is it a bit of a formality? But I got to ask the question anyway. Who do you got? Bad Bunny is going to hop his way to victory. This is good. I'm actually really surprised that this actually wasn't a six-man tag match. uh, With Judgment Day versus Bad Bunny and LWO especially since they brought the LWO back just to sell the t-shirts for, for, for this particular show. Uh, I'm confident that this is going to be the main, this is going to be the main event of the show uh, because you want the top selling merch sellers for Puerto Rico to win and stand tall and to close out the show. Uh the fact that this is a street fight is just a way to get around that Evo, uh, that it's uh, to get around the fact that he's, yes, Bad Bunny is not a f- professional trained wrestler, but he's still very, he's still very good. Uh, Priest is going to protect him greatly and he's, he's going to look really good in defeat. I actually think this is going to be very good for Damian Priest in the in the end game, or in the long run. There is no end game in WWE apparently. I follow, I follow, <laughs> and yeah, I totally agree. But now is where I believe it's going to start get a little bit more interesting. Because next up on the, our list, we have Austin Theory defending his United States Championship in a three way against Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. I'll be honest with you. I'm really pulling for Bronson Reed here. I want to see him succeed. I want to see him go far. But I'm just not convinced that this is going to be the night. I think this is going to continue on the feud. And maybe uh, a month or two down the line, I think that's going to be when Bronson Reed takes this. But for now, I'm going to go with Theory to defend the title. Jay, which way are you going on this one? Tough. I hate multi, I hate uh, multi-man matches because I'm never good at them, but I'm just going to go with Theory retaining just because Bronson Reed, I think he's just not ready to have the United States title just yet. Give him some time, like you said. And Tarek, which way are you going on the triple threat for the U.S. T- title? I'm sorry, fool. I'm going to have to be the bearer of bad news. Bronson Reed is not going to win the U.S. title at all. But he's large. He's on Raw. Large men wins belts. No. He's on Raw. The United States Championship is going to SmackDown. He's 
I'm sorry, fool. Who can, since when does <laughs> logic matter in WWE? Come on now. But if they're trying to be serious with this with this brand split nonsense, the raw guy is not gonna win a new SmackDown, the new SmackDown mid-card title. It's not gonna happen. I it, trust it me, only doesn't make the, sense no, unless the, the WWE wants it to make sense, in which case it'll happen. No. I'm sorry, fool. I'm rules only matter in WWE when people when they say it does. Before the draft, before the draft, I was my I was going Bronson Reed all the way because I want him to win the United States Championship. That man deserves a win to actually get legit reactions from these effing crowds that give him none. (laughs) The man deserves it, but I'm gonna go with an Austin Theory retention because. With Bobby Lashley now going to SmackDown, he's going to be thrown into a feud with Roman Reigns uh, in the near future. And Bronson Reed, again, he's on Raw. He's not getting he's not getting that, sadly. And Austin Theory is just gonna continue to, you know, hopefully go into a United States feud with LA Knight to make us all happy. Yeah. Yeah. But until we get that, Brian, it's your pick up next. Do we have another accord here? Or are you breaking the breaking the streak? Not breaking the streak. Uh, sorry, but I I've got to go on the Tarek trend here. Uh, yeah, sorry sorry about the uh, luck of the draft, but the spots make it basic. They're not going to change the rules of the draft for Bronson Reed. Okay, I I'm sorry. <laughs> He's not He's... that high on their priority list. Which Unfortunately, sucks. he's probably going to get the pin. He's going to be take. He's going to be the one With, getting pinned. Yeah, because also on the house show circuits, the way that this match has ended is that Bron is that uh Bronson Reed takes the spear, and then Austin Theory throw gets uh, Lashley out of the ring and steals the pin. I can see that happening here, and I do see that happening here. Austin Austin Theory, there's no way this dude wins this match clean and in a regular fashion he's he's gonna he's gonna wait and let the big son big beefy some bitches go at it beat each other down he's gonna wait for someone to hit their finisher toss the other dude out of the ring steal the pin retain the title go on to whatever you're doing with that title on on uh on smackdown All right, then. On that note, we're going to move on to our next match. The most exciting, the most well-developed, the most well-built of all the matches that we're going to see on this evening. It's the legacy, the legend, the feud that was, is, and always shall be. I, of course, am talking about Seth Rollins versus Omos. Jaybird's your pickup next. What do you got? Beth Rollins next. And Tarek, your pick. Mm. Do it. <laughs> I'm not picking almost, Brian. Don't tell do me it. to do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. I will not do it. Do it. When you have almost. Start your feelings, it, you know when... it to be true. No! When the match is broken, what do you do? Glue it. 
<laughs> Boo. Got um, some old meat. Stew it. Ew. Oh, no. Wouldn't that make you sick? For Palpatine, I went on a bad date. You blew it. Spew it. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you have almost who's Who's only whose only trait is to beat jobbers on week on the weekly television show and lose on the big pay-per-views that are just thrown together. It is clear as day that almost is not gonna win this. Seth Rollins is the leading man to win the new world heavyweight championship. The man cannot lose. So you're going with Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins will I knew it. I'm out. I don't care. I'm proud of that one. (laughs) Yeah, we got Seth Rollins moving along. Brian, are we are we going down this road one more time? We are. There's no way. As as Torek said, we've all spoken about this. I think that Seth Rollins is going to be the first world heavyweight champion. Well, not the first, but of this, this uh, iteration of the World Heavyweight Championship, he's going to be the first holder of it. So there's no way you screw that up by having him lose to Omas uh, at the beginning. You can't do that. This match is a spectacle match because I want to know how he's got to get that man down to curb stomp him. <laughs> That's all that this match is to me. Okay, let's so, see. So what many super spectacular kicks to the gut. shit. What 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 spectacular shit is Seth Rollins gonna do in order to curb stop this man? <laughs> yeah, this is another pretty easy call in all complete seriousness. We have an accord. I'm picking Seth to win. Moving on to something I think is gonna be a teeny tad more interesting. We got Rhea Ripley defending her women's championship against Zelina Vega. Tarek, back to the top of the order. Who do you got for this one? I think the more important question on this match in particular is, is Zelina Vega going to cosplay as Princess Peach? Princess Peach? Um, with Super Mar- With the Super Mario Brothers movie reaching the billion mark, still being the number one movie in the world, it kind of makes sense for her to be to come out as Princess Peach. I can one up mm. you. No, no, you don't do Princess Peach. You go a little more of her style. You go with Bowsette. That's how you push the envelope. Oh, we're bringing you know back what? that meme, huh? You know what? Why not? That's that's the that's the real discussion that we should be talking about with this match because it's clear as <laughs> day Rhea Ripley is successfully defending this championship. Duh. <laughs> On that note, Brian, what do you got for this one? Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Uh, Zelina Vega is gonna get some gonna get some offense because she's a hometown girl as well. But and that's why she and that's why she has this match to begin with. But it's also come on, come on. <laughs> Ray Ripley retains. There's, there's no question. Like this, this is the match result I have the most confidence in. There's yeah, no this, way. 
I'm looking forward to how Ray Ripley pins Zelina Vega more than anything. Oh, oh you know exactly folded. how she's got a pin. Oh, the, the, I'm looking forward to that. Get your towels ready. Yeah. I will say, though, I'm actually a lot more interested than you think in what cosplay Zelina Vega is going to do. Because that, that's always fun if she's going to do one at all. She's either going to do super elaborate, like, headdress, like, whatever, or... She's going to have fun with it and totally just go full cosplay and do something, maybe something Street Fighter related. I doubt she'll do uh, Jury again, but really want either way, she's got a big stage. She's going to deliver something cool, but I don't think it's going to change the result of this. She's going to get folded. Rhea is going to win. Jay, take us home. I do apologize for what I'm about to say, but when Brian said Selena Vega is going to get some offense because she's a hometown girl, I thought you were originally going to say because she's a whore, and I was going to be like, wait a second, but I do apologize. Just for a second, no. I heard you say, nah, she's a, she's a one-man kind of woman. She She's a good gal. Well, to be I'm, fair, to be fair, Jeremy, when he said hometown girl, I'm just saying she's a hometown girl living in a hometown world. <laughs> that's my, that was, that's my frame of mind on it. Anywhere. <laughs> But I am going to meet her husband on Sunday, so I'll let you know how he is. So, oh yeah, um, I forgot about him. He's coming back. He's in Pandora's Dog box, Black, right? So, nice, yep, nice. going there. So, anyway, as long as she cos- as Zelina Vega cosplays as Bowser, I will be happy. But Rhea Ripley, that Rhea Ripley is going to retain. Okay, then. Next up, we've got our penultimate match on the card. We've got a trios match by WWE standards. We've got Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle. Going up against the Usos and Solo Sokoa. Brian, it's your pick up first for this one. Who do you got? This is where it starts to get interesting. Because the main story of this match is the beginning of the disintegration of the bloodline. And there are many ways that you can do this. Okay, you can have the most obvious way which is KO, Sammy, and Riddle pin one of the Usos and win the match. That is the obvious way to do it. But the Bloodline has always been a more intricate story. There's always layers involved in everything. And I think the smartest route to go here is for Solo Sokoa to pin Matt Riddle okay and then Roman goes Solo Sokoa did all the work what 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 did you two do in this match Solo did all the work Solo got the win what are you doing I think that I think the way that this bloodline story has gone for the last three years since it started Okay, I think that that's the way that this story will continue. I don't think they go the easy route of just, oh, and Uso got pinned, and this is how, and and this is how that storyline continues. It's always been a very intricate story. A lot of things that you don't expect. A lot of, a lot of character work in the storyline, and I think the smart. I, I I think they go a different direction than what most people would expect. 
which is the obvious, they lose the match. I don't think they go that route. I think you do. I, and I never bet against Solo Sokoa. I don't do it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I, for one, I'm going to go the Occam's Razor route. I think the sim- the most obvious and simple way is the way to go here. I think that uh, team one of the Usos are going to get pinned, and then that's going to be the simplest and most effective catalyst to get where you need to go with the Bloodline storyline. I'm going to go with the... I'm just going to call him Team Zane to win. Uh, Jaybird, which way are you going on this one? This this is a tough match. Because do you have Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Matt Riddle win, or do you give the Bloodline a bounce back? They lost at Mania big. Um, not Roman Reigns, but the Usos lost at Mania. So... Do you give the blunt a bounce back, or do you give the champs the win? And the champs already gonna... got another win over. The champs already beat the Usos again on SmackDown, so it's like you could give, you could make make the case that the, the Usos need a win here for for the story. To the Usos and Solo need a win here. You got a you got a good point, Brian. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the with the Usos and Solo. I'll give them the bounce back win. I think they need it more than the champs need a win. I hope I don't regret that. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Uh, Looks like we got a split room. Tarek, it's all down to you. Which way? How are you gonna break this tie? Is it really a tie when it's two on one? Oh wait, Charlie put in his prediction. It is a split. Yes, room. it's a, it is a split room. <laughs> oh, Which way are you going? I told. Sorry, Charlie. I completely forgot about your predictions. <laughs> um, the only like I actually talked with this with Brian before we even started recording this. So just where do we see this storyline going? And really, the only person that I could actually see getting the getting the pin in this match is the odd man that was just thrown in that was just thrown in there is just Matt Riddle yes he's he's had history with the bloodline that's why he's involved but really other than that they really don't do they haven't done anything with him and the main focus of this storyline which I'm gonna be a little more critical on this than Brian did really didn't start until the first uh the smackdown with the draft other than that it this view was just uh repeat of roman doesn't like you kevin owens is going to turn on you next week roman reigns doesn't appreciate you kevin owens will stab you in the back next week jay you're better than this roman doesn't appreciate you are you sure about Kevin Owens? Are you sure he's not going to turn on your back and show he's not really your brother? That's all that this feud has been. This this feud has been on pause until the draft where, one, Paul Heyman started getting involved. And two, now you actually are starting to see some dissension with Jay going, Solo, where were you? Uh, or how come, uh, or why didn't you help us with the tag title match? 
I do agree. Solo is going to be the one that secures the win. And Roman is going to praise Solo on that win. Because, again, now that it's actually the feud, the storyline is actually now starting. The, the uh, Jay in particular will probably question, hey, um, why was just why was it just you, Roman? Why was it just you, Paul Heyman and Solo that were drafted? What about me and Jimmy? Now it's the time where there is actual dissension in the bloodline. Now is where the storyline actually gets back on track after weeks of just repeat, 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 repeat. Solo is going to get the win. Roman is going to all is going to just basically praise Solo and Jay will probably go in tribal chief. We helped uh we were uh we were a part of that too. We probably are the factor probably the benefactor of why Solo actually was able to get the pin in the first place. The only that's the only real way that we can go because it's it's the bloodline. They are now uh there's such a big focal point in WWE storytelling these days. There's now that's the only way you really can go with a bloodline victory. Hmm. So All I'm right. picking the bloodline to win. All right, very good. And that of course brings us to our final match on the card, which is looking to be another divisive one. We've got Cody Rhodes versus Brock oh, Lesnar. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like you forgot about like, that one. Oh yeah, there is this match. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, there is. <laughs> so yes, it's my pickup for this is gonna be my last pick of the evening, and I'm going to go with Cody to win. Again, I feel like the simplest explanation is probably gonna be the most likely one. After WrestleMania, I think in a lot of fans' eyes, they need to build up Cody back if they're gonna get him back to a rematch with Roman in at some point in the future. So yeah, I'm going to go with Cody to win this one. Jay, your final pick. Who do you got? I like what you said, Jeff, but I completely disagree with you. Cody doesn't need a rematch against Roman. He needs to win the world heavyweight title. That's what he oh. needs to do. Yes, mm -mm. he does. Absolutely. Yes, not. he does. Mm -mm. Cody needs oh, a belt. He doesn't need to beat Roman. If they're going to bring a new belt out, they give the belt to Cody, and then they have Cody go after Roman. Mm -mm. Cody needs the world heavyweight title. I will fight everyone in this room. Cody needs that belt. Guaranteed. He doesn't need the WWE title. He needs the world heavyweight title. Because his father held that belt, and that's the only reason that makes it right. Dusty Rhodes held the world heavyweight title. Cody deserves it. Cody over Brock Lesnar. My final point. Okay. Cool. It's your next pickup. Last one of the evening. What do you got? Well, one thing I 150% disagree on you, Jeremy. I'm sorry. He, did, If he wins that belt, it solidifies it, – it actually damages Cody and it damages that World Heavyweight Championship as the consolation title. The only way, the only way for Cody to truly finish the story is if he beats Roman for the WWE Championship, the title that Dusty never won. That's the whole point of his story. And they should have done that mania. They pissed it away. That story's done. Okay, it's the, over. I am I'm going. They to... pissed it away. I'm still mad about. it. I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, I trust me. I'm mad. About, I'm honestly. I'm mad about it too. I. I even said it last week that it's it hurt mania for me big time. 
to where with Brian saying it that with his uh rating, it's like it it didn't bother because night one it didn't uh affect it. It it affected me hard. Uh I I think uh Brock Lesnar is gonna win. And it's going to just basically continue the whole Cody hasn't uh suffered enough or hasn't gone through enough in WWE's frame of mind. This is basically as some people on the internet wrestling community have put it, this is the this is going to be the John Cena worst year storyline done right. Uh, uh build of basically be him being redeemed. And it's going to end with him winning the championship at WrestleMania next year. I don't like that either, but that's I that's most likely where they're going to go. And it's the leading, it's the leading way of what they're going to go. Cody is not is not going to go anywhere near that world heavyweight title. He shouldn't go anywhere near that world heavyweight title. And going back to the whole John the worst John Cena year since losing to The Rock. At me at uh, what was it? Mania twenty eight. Then like he that. lost it. Yeah, and he having been, the because he lost to the Miz at twenty seven. Yeah, so, twenty eight, yeah, and then he then he won it on twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're going to basically do that, but instead of having you know John Cena win every pay per view and still say that's his worst year ever. Cody is actually going to have a worst year ever, and he's going to have that big redeeming redeeming factor uh, at next year's Mania. I hate that it's going to wait be that long, but it looks like that's where they're going to go. And Brock Lesnar, I don't think it's going to be like Kofi Kingston 19-second squash match, but it's basically going to be a Brock Lesnar Survivor Series Against whoever, what was it? AJ Styles, Danielson, that kind of one, where he looks like he's going to be close to winning it, and Brock Lesnar is going to just F5 for the win, LOL. Okay. And what's the point of putting Cody on Raw and putting Roman to SmackDown? There's no point in doing that. If he's not going to be on Raw to win the world title, there's no point. Anyway, continue. I have a very different idea mm-hmm. of, what, of how it's going to go for Cody on Raw and where it's all going to end up. But I'm going to table those thoughts for another time because right now we've got another split room here on Cody versus Brock. And Brian, time for you to break the deadlock. Which way are you going on this one? I understand, Jeremy, how badly you want to see Cody Rhodes with a title. I understand that. I get it. I respect it. However, (laughs) okay. It it really is a bad look. First of all, you should. I agree. He shouldn't have been drafted to Raw. He should have been drafted to SmackDown. That was a bad move by the WWE. Okay, I get that. I understand that. You cannot have that dude be so obsessed with the undisputed Universal World Champion. That was I. That was the belt that he wanted because his father never held it. Okay, that was the one that would finish the story. Okay, World Heavyweight title, it really is a consolation prize. It really is, oh, Cody couldn't beat Roman. 
so we'll give so so he'll go after the other belt because Roman's not going after it. That's what it would feel like. I can't have that, and and it doesn't work for me. And and I don't think that they do. I I don't think uh, that they'll wait for WrestleMania. I think that they'll find a way to do it for SummerSlam because we still have money in the bank. Okay, and as much as people are saying L.A. Knight and and bringing up other names, I think that if you don't want to wait for a year and you want to do it at SummerSlam, and there's a way to do it without him touching the world heavyweight title, you can still have him win, and you can still have him win away to get him over on the other show so that he can so that he can challenge for the title. Okay. However, going into this match, he hasn't had enough adversity yet. Brock Lesnar's <laughs> got to beat him. Yeah. And you know what? I'm I'm going to I'm not going to say Kofi Kingston I'm not gonna say Brian. I'm not gonna say Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. I'm gonna go John Cena. <laughs> I'm gonna go. He'll probably get a little more offense than John Cena did, but I think that if they're going the route of uh, he hasn't had enough adversity, he hasn't suffered enough yet. Let Let's double down on it. If you had the balls to say that in public after WrestleMania, okay, you might as well double down on it. You don't have to do you don't have to do the Kofi Kingston twenty seconds, but have but do the John Cena fifteen minutes. <laughs> so in other you words, you're going for a Brock win here. I'm going for a Brock win. I'm going for a Brock emphatic win. <laughs> All right. That and is the story why, to be told. And and that's why I would not have oh, that match main event this show. <laughs> oh, that's I'm just like, wait, are you talking about the way I was doing it with the with Cena beating Brock Lesnar after losing to the Raw? No, you're doing the SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar just I'm doing the SummerSlam <laughs> match where Brock killed him. City, okay. Oh, I was oh, I was just thinking of a different uh Cena Lesnar match. <laughs> I got so confused. About, uh, I thought there was extreme rules where Lesnar killed him. I thought it wasn't SummerSlam. No, it was SummerSlam. SummerSlam where where the the SummerSlam where he became the Suplex King because he suplexed Uh, John Cena like thirty times. The Extreme Rules one is where John Cena won. Oh, that's where I'm getting mixed up. Okay, I've got it backwards then. Thank you. Oh, Brian, you you scared me there first. It's one of those things where I'm like, Cody Rhodes is trying really hard in the buildup to get his hands on Brock Lesnar. And and I'm just sitting here like, you know, I think they're going to play it up like, you're going to regret when you actually do get your hands on Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because well, this is going to be going any number of ways. Bless you. Uh, any, any, part, any final comments on this, Brian? 
I think Brock, that Brock, 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 the show is going to be a little bit more noteworthy than what Tarek said. I don't think it's going to be treated like a glorified house show. There was uh, the buildup was not great, but there was a reason for that. There was a reason for that because they decided to do the brand split now and have the draft, and you can't really set up new storylines at that during that point in time. So I understand that. It's going to be a bunch of good wrestling. I expect to see a good show. It's just like we we know that there's nothing that there's nothing new here except for Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar, and I don't expect that to go well for for uh, certain groups of fans. But the uh, I I don't expect much out of this pay per view. But but let's face it, okay. For the last year, when I've gone into a WWE pay per view not expecting much, uh, they've all turned out to be pretty good. So I I I expect something like that out of this show. All right. Well, we'll see. Time will only tell where we end up, where the show ends up. But now. We're towards the end, so now is where we're going to turn it over to you, our fellow fans. How do you think Backlash is going to go down? Who's going to walk away with a victory? What trajectory are are Cody and Brock going to go? Where are the Usos going to land? And what do you think of where? what's the final number going to be for All In? No matter what you think, we want to hear from you, so drop us a line all across the internet. Facebook, YouTube comments anywhere on social media our instagram wherever you are track us down let us know what you think or you can always make get up close and personal and join the conversation on twitter on our personal twitter accounts cool where can they reach you you can reach me at the avataric brian where can they reach you you can reach me still being salty about wrestlemania on at Atomic Beanpole. And Jaybird, where can he reach you? He can reach you living in a bucket of salt from how salt they am from WrestleMania at Hero Huey 316. And you can find me at I'm Robbie Rage. Join us and you can track down all of our these social links and more at our link tree. You just check us out at Linktree slash scholars of wrestling, or just click the link in the description below. Doesn't matter where you are, YouTube or the podcast version on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. No matter where you look, the link will be there. Join us for even more fun. But that's our show for this week. And we're going to be tuning in to see what ends up going down at WWE Backlash. Because you know who we are. We are the scholars of wrestling and you have just been schooled. You're welcome. You're welcome. welcome. See you all in Puerto Rico. May the force be with you.